Shulchan Aruch Harav. Yesterday we began Simen Tzadik Tes for the sake of clarity. We will start again. Simen Tzadik Tes, section 99, discusses the laws relating to the prayer of a tipsy or intoxicated person. Aloha Aleph 1. Shos Revius Yain Bevas Achas. One who drinks a Revius, which is 86 cc, according to Shuri Taito, of wine at once, should not pray until the influence of the wine abates. Even though the zmanat filah, the time for prayer, which is until the fourth hour of the day, will pass. Now, if one drank more, but would be able to speak in the presence of a king, he is not considered as intoxicated. That's not a shikur. Ella shasui. This person is considered tipsy. Utfilasi tfilam avar vispalo, and his prayer is accounted as prayer if he transgressed and prayed. So, what is what is implied is that the initial preference lechatchila. One should not pray, but that after the fact, his prayer is accepted. Again, that is if a person uh, is able to speak in the presence of a king, um, and therefore is not considered intoxicated, but is considered tipsy. But again, lechatchila, even this person should not daven in the first place. Now, if he did, he does not have to daven again after the influence of the wine wears off, even though the time for that prayer service has not passed. If, however, that's if he was able to speak in the presence of a king. But let's say he would not be able to speak in the presence of a king. So then he's considered shikri, he's considered intoxicated. And if he's over and he transgressed and he prayed anyways, his prayer is tayevat, philosophy meaning his prayer is an abomination. And it is as if he served idols, says Gemara Brachos Taflam, and Aleph Amabe is 31b. How do we know this? Shanemar. How do we know that if somebody davens when intoxicated, the tefillah is an abomination and it's like idols, idol worship? This is evident from the the interchange between Eli the Koyin and Chana. Hana. So as it records there in the first book of Shmuel, chapter uh, chapter 1, verses 13, 15, and 16. And Eli thought that she was drunk. And she said, Do not consider your maidservant to be a rebellious woman. And the term um, Bilial, here translated rebellious, signifies idolatry. As the verse in Devarim 13 says, which that passage speaks explicitly of people who seek to entice their townsfolk to worship idols. It says, Rebellious men have emerged from your midst and have led astray. So a person that is intoxicated to that degree, again, to the degree that this person would not be able to speak in the presence of a king, and this person went ahead and transgressed and davened, so this person has to daven Shmana Esrei a second time when the influence of the wine subsides. And even if the time for that prayer service passes, he should compensate for it. It should be mashlim oisa at the time of the following prayer service, as stated in section 108. Now, the laws applying to the recitation of the Shema and its blessings when intoxicated are the same as those applying to Shemnasri. Um, now, the laws that apply if one is merely tipsy are explained in section 185 
Indeed, Al-Tarebis writes that if one is merely tipsy, he should recite the Shema. By contrast, other blessings may be recited even when intoxicated. This concludes Alacha Aleph Alacha Beis 2. Yain Chepasechasuda Einay Mishaker. Wine that is drunk in the course of a meal is not necessarily intoxicating. So, accordingly, if a person drank a moderate amount of wine in the course of a meal, he may recite Shmanasi afterwards. Now, some authorities maintain that this also applies with regard to wine drunk before a meal began, as will be explained in section 473. Even the shortest sleep negates the influence of wine, provided one drank only a revius. Whereas if, one, whereas if one drank more than a revius, a short sleep makes one even more intoxicated. If wherever one sleeps at length, the influence of the wine will definitely wear off. This concludes today's share.